radio show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tuzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Dazinski's, also known as Master G, The Art of Relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G. Welcome, everybody. Hopefully, everybody's doing okay. Happy 2017. Hopefully, everybody's doing okay. Um... Hopefully the audio and video is coming across pretty clear. So welcome everybody. Hopefully everybody can hear me. Happy 2017. Hopefully everybody's uh, doing okay. Everybody's safe. Everybody had a very happy holiday weekend or weekend. Yeah, it was a holiday weekend. Last couple weeks was a holiday. Um, I want to give a a huge uh, shout out to all the the people out there that maybe were just got engaged or maybe got married over the holidays as well. You hear a lot of people getting engaged over the holidays, but you don't really hear too many people getting hitched, getting married, uh, maybe running off to Vegas, maybe have a, a traditional wedding over the holiday season because of the hustle and bustle. Uh, how many people out there maybe have gotten to the point to where maybe they were maybe what about the new year's eve wedding how common is that um again i'm gonna shove out the phone shove out the phone number sorry give out the phone number and give me a call 313-614-9498 again 313-614-9498 and hopefully everybody don't be shy give me a call um, give me a, you know, give me a heads up. I want to hear what you have to say. I want to hear, you know, what's going on from your end and, you know, what is happening to you. Okay. I would love to hear what's happening. Uh Oh, and we might have to start Facebook live again. Something happened. Let me try to reboot. Okay. And I will be back. Those listen to on Spreaker. I'm going to uh, give a shout out and see what the hell is going on. So just hold on to those elements for a minute, the people on Spreaker. I apologize. Um, Let's try this again. So just a moment, those people on Spreaker. um, Let me see what is happening. So just hold on, I apologize. (coughs) Hey everybody, it's uh, Detroit's Love Guru coming to you live. Sorry, it's um, a little bit uh, delayed uh, on Facebook Live anyways. And 
Spreaker, I apologize for that. I know I started. There was a little hang up on my end. But anyways, happy 2017. Woohoo! Hopefully everybody is doing well. Hopefully everybody is happy and enjoying the new 2017. Um, I mentioned a little bit ago uh, before Facebook Live started, you know, how many people, you know, maybe a congratulations to those people that have Maybe uh, maybe people are expecting that. Maybe how many people out there are looking, oh, crap, I hope he doesn't propose. I hope she doesn't propose. Um, I shouldn't be laughing. That's sad, right? How many people also, maybe you don't hear this much over the holidays, you know, but how many people actually maybe got married over the holidays? Maybe they went ahead and eloped. You might hear some people on New Year's Eve tends to be a common, maybe not that much of a strange occurrence that people get married on New Year's Eve, um, tends to be more a of a, maybe a trendsetter over the last maybe five to ten years. So congratulations to those people that have gotten married and those people that have gotten engaged. And I'm all about happy relationships, happy marriages. That's what I do or try to do, try to help people have. And I want to know, 2017 to what devotions do you have to make your relationship and your marriage a lot happier so we're going to talk about this and get some insights everybody people joining the live chat are hey casey's on cynthia michelle danielle colleen woohoo <laughs> um heidi welcome um hopefully everybody is doing oh my cousin michelle yeah what's up you have to look at um you know what are you doing to make your relationship your marriage a lot better than it was in 2016 what are you going to do to make it better in 2017 so we're going to do that and maybe provide a few insights to help you out to catapult you to do that very thing okay there's also an element we are going to get into it was sort of a suggested topic tonight um that so i'm going to do a favor and bring this up if somebody cheats on you or you cheated on somebody, not condoning, not excusing it, people know me, I never never condone those things. However, does that mean if you cheated on, say, your wife, your husband, your partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, does that mean you don't love that person? That's going to be a very heated topic, and I'm going to provide some insights to that, maybe the second half of the show, if not a little sooner, okay? So... Give me a call. Those people, you have any questions, any comments about relationships, about love, about sex? Woohoo. Yeah, the three letter word S E X. Give me a call. You're going to be anonymous, okay? 313 614 9498, okay? And you can also, down below the chat, you can throw out your questions. You can be anonymous. You can be. I won't say your name unless you give me permission. Those people, not to scare you off, the people I mentioned a little bit ago online that are in the discussion, they have given me permission to use their names. You don't give me permission, um, I am not going to use your name, okay? So uh, I want to give a huge warm welcome to my family, my second family at Athens Restaurant in the Penobscot Building. George, you're listening. <laughs> or watching maybe so I'm going to give a huge uh, props to Athens restaurant here in the Penobscot building Greek restaurant make sure you try them out great food 
great people, really family environment. It's they're nice people. Okay, so check them out if you're downtown in the Detroit area as well. Okay, so we are going to. Oh, I had to. Uh, I'll get to the joke later. I don't want to offend anybody. I just saw on Facebook it was uh, it was sort of funny, and we'll get into that a little bit. Okay, so anyways, 2017. What are hey Shauna? Welcome. Woohoo. Um. What are you going to do to make a relationship a lot better than it was in 2016? Maybe people out there might be looking at, Greg, my relationship is awesome. It's phenomenal. You know what? It can't be any better in 2017 than it was in 2016, okay? Fantastic. Quit your bragging. I'm jealous. No, I, that's awesome. That's great, okay? I want you to be able to brag about your relationship. I love hearing that. You know, Greg, we have an awesome relationship. It's dynamic. You know, our relationship was in the toilet maybe last year. Now it's phenomenal. Um, I love hearing that. I want people happy. If you had a great relationship in 2016, what are you going to do in 2017 to keep it going? A lot of people think you have a great relationship. Everything's fantastic. The sex, woohoo, off the wall, you know freaking eyes in the back of your head you feel emotionally connected during sex you think everything's great what are you going to do to make sure that does not fall to the wayside that it does not go downhill right and i want to balance everybody knows that right can you be too high up here and looking at you know you don't want it to crash down i don't want that i want relationships i tell people i want them to ebb and flow like a river, if you will, right? Not to be corny, whatever, but relationships ebb and flow. I don't want huge spikes that go, you know, so extreme high and then they crash and then you try to build them back up again. It's a lot of work. I want that ebb and flow and that balance. Cynthia, you mentioned no matter how good things are, they can always be better. You never stop working at it. Cynthia, that's very wise, okay? Very, very wise. You don't ever stop working at it But I think you can, a lot of people start taking things for granted. If they look at, maybe we have a great relationship, great sex life, emotional connection, fantastic. But I think a lot of people try to, maybe they get lazy. They get, they forget maybe a better word, maybe instead of lazy, they look at what they have done to maintain that great relationship. They forgot what they're doing that made the relationship so great. And this is part of, can you be more open with each other, maybe sexually in 2017? Can you be more open, heartfelt, more vulnerable? Can you be able to speak your mind more and look at these aspects to be able to look at maybe, you know what, instead of holding stuff back and building resentment, I want to be honest. I want to be forthright. These are things that you can do in 2017. I I want them done on a daily basis to begin with, but okay, it's Greg's fantasy world. I want you to be able to look at the elements or, you know, what can we do to maintain our great relationship, which is fantastic. But a lot of things people look at when relationships are great, they don't even look at what happens if we run into a roadblock. What happens if things go bad or go south? I don't want them to, people, not at all. But I want to play devil's advocate and look at what can you do better to prevent those from happening for one thing. 
But if you run into a roadblock, maybe a disconnect, an argument, what can you do to make sure it ends there and it doesn't continue? Maybe you can do a better job in 2017 to look at the elements that we're going to do a better job at maybe not arguing, at you know listening to each other instead of being so confrontational, so tit for tat with each other. I still run into so many couples in my office on a weekly basis, forget that, on a daily basis, that there's still a tit-for-tat element that's going on in my session. I sit back and I'm like, is this what you do? Apparently, this is what you do at home. I'm not belittling, but to bring them out that it's obvious and they know it, but sometimes they can't get out of that pattern. So maybe 2017, you're going to be able to maybe end that tit-for-tat and work on those elements a little bit better, okay? What are you going to do to be more connected emotionally, physically, soulfully, maybe intellectually? Maybe you are going to start supporting one another better and going after your partner's, say, individual needs or individual goals, I should say, okay? And I'm going to a comment. Um, I've been with my boyfriend for 28 years. There's a lot of time he forgets about me. He's with our son instead. So my New Year's resolution is to watch more sports. Now, I get that, but what is he going to do for you? And I don't want to say your name out there because you haven't given me permission to use your name. But I, I want to, you know, that's great that you are, you know, you want to try to do some things to watch more sports. But, again, what is he going to do so he doesn't forget about you, that he stays connected with you, that he is all about you as well. So maybe for 2017, he needs to pay more attention to you and also look at what do you need to feel more emotionally connected, that you feel not forgotten, as you stated, and that you're, you know, you feel more involved, more connected, more important and crucial, a valuable part of your boyfriend's life, I would challenge him on that and go from there. That's important. That's great that, you know, I'm all about us looking at ourselves big time. A lot of people can't do that. So I give you credit that you want to watch more sports or you're going to try to watch more sports. But also, what is he going to do to show you you're not forgotten, that you're valuable, that you are important to him that he desires you not only emotionally which is crucial but also maybe physically maybe there's more affection you want more holding hands more maybe pulling your hair i mean no, <laughs> that you want more caressing more whatever it is you want i don't want to assume i want you to be more specific and say you know what it's got to be about me too i want to feel important okay and this might also lead up to what I said at the end of, or the second half of the show about a heated topic means that if someone cheats, does that mean they don't love their partner? And I'm going to give, it's going to be a very heated topic and I'm going to get into that the second half of the show, okay? So, Brenda, welcome. We are going to, my husband said, we'll, we'll ask a lawyer. Oh my God, <laughs> he's just kidding. I guess keep my big mouth shut and not be so bossy. 
and he he's gonna do more yard uh, so he doesn't have to hear me complain and gripe about it okay then ours will be great Brenda that's awesome that's terrific it's good to be more specific okay to be what does it mean to keep your mouth shut and not be so bossy now Brenda you're a woman is that even possible for you not no I'm kidding. I'm not bashing I'm teasing um, I was gonna is that even possible for a woman not to be bossy yeah I'm joking um you know is it do can you speak from the heart instead of being more over the top and more aggressive you know instead of being bossy what the heck does that mean and I don't want you to be able to look at okay I better shut up my feelings don't matter or he's gonna think I'm bossy whatever maybe it's just your approach to handle that so maybe in 2017 now that you can look at maybe I can speak you know what it hurts I don't feel like I'm important or what's important to me is going to it matters to you because this and that right so that's great that he is willing to maybe do more yard work and uh those elements and you know because it's important to you that's awesome that's great so open communication is huge and being specific about what you need from each other you need to be able to rock the boat so many couples um danielle mentioned getting too comfortable and stop appreciating one another you know is another element that you know i hear on a regular basis that no one feels appreciated for what they do for each other so maybe you want to work on that maybe appreciating the little things that your partner does for you or you do for them instead of feeling like you're taken for granted if you do take you know your partner for granted i want you to do a gut check okay i'm going to challenge you and i have on numerous shows on blog posts whatever i also want you and maybe focus on you in 2017 meaning what you can do to be a better partner you know are you one someone brings up an issue you say your partner brings up an issue to you you know what this ticks me off this um upsets me a lot therefore you know what yeah but i'm gonna tone it down i'm not gonna bring it up i don't want to rock that proverbial boat but now i want you to challenge yourself that your feelings are important what you need what you want to feel loved and desired and important are crucial to you and you deserve to have met now if your partner has no clue about those it's not a fault you need to clue him or her in you need to teach those aspects and i'm very very into having couples learn from one another and teach one another what they need to feel loved and be appreciated instead of the tit for tat the arguments the battle the distance that go in so these are maybe in 2017 you can look at what it needs for you to be a better partner and maybe you know instead of getting defensive when your partner says you know what i don't feel loved oh yeah you don't make me feel loved either (laughs) and the tip for tap battle ensues maybe you can do you know what if your partner says you know what i don't feel important to you you know what that's how i feel i don't feel important by you so you know what can you if your partner says that to you instead of getting defensive ladies or getting gentlemen instead of getting defensive can you say you know what what can I do to make you feel important? What can I do to make you feel more desired, that I crave you sexually, whatever? Well, if you did this, you'd, ee, I don't want this. You know what? I deal with that 
on a daily basis a lot of the tit for tat and the arguments so maybe in 2017 not maybe i want you to do a gut check and what you can do to maybe not be so defensive maybe you can look at and learn it from your partner why is my partner not feeling love not feeling desired and i'm not saying about turning stuff around and being manipulated and no i'm not saying about that not at all i want you to be heard as well and i want your partner to be heard and not flip stuff around shauna you mentioned i can only speak for past relationship but i would definitely want to be less quick to jump to assumptions and be pin enough to listen to and wait for explanations now shauna i love that because you know what you brought up a huge huge important aspect that a lot of people are already on guard and I know we talked about this you called in on shows a couple times before to where you know what a lot of people are not even listening they're already on guard to defend themselves they're not even listening to what you have to say so maybe you can do a better guard job at not being so defensive so ready to attack back and you can listen to what's going on now are there explanations for everything that goes on that's where i want to get maybe the antagonist aspect of that because a lot of people will say i cheated on you you know what i'm yelling and screaming belittling you because you made me do this you made me do that yeah you know what you need to own your own behavior so maybe part of you to break that tit for tat pattern in 2017 maybe again you need to look at yourself and look at the elements to where, you know what, maybe I need to look at myself and what am I doing to cause this, that, and that in our relationship and within our partner. Okay, Leah, hey, welcome. Um, so, oh, uh, Teresa, or is it Teresa? I'm sorry. Oh, I have permission to use your name. Thank you so much. Um, you need to look at... Um, you know some elements to be able to look at yourself and hold yourself accountable that you know what am i getting defensive am i listening to my partner again i don't want excuses i don't want you know what you made me do this or you know i did this because i felt this way whatever and they always flip the script on you and i think we all know people maybe you are currently in that relationship to where you don't ever feel heard and they justify they excuse their behaviors on anything they can they don't take accountability and responsibility for their actions they blame you for everything so maybe that is a situation if you are that person do it because you're narcissistic while if you are sincerely narcissistic you ain't going to be listening you aren't going to (laughs) be you're going to be manipulating because you don't do anything wrong right but if you're doing it because of say insecurities or you want control maybe you need to look at why am i doing this instead of listening and i need to own my own actions my own you know behaviors and it doesn't matter what my partner does says whatever i own that aspect okay um another one mentioned i'm going to start thinking of myself more and start speaking what's on my mind that is awesome because a lot of people um in a relationship and I mentioned you know a while ago that you need to maybe look at speaking up more maybe def- not defending yourself but deserving to be heard and that you deserve to be loved and it's not always about that other person maybe aka you're a doormat you have a huge bleeding heart 
but you don't have that heart for yourself and you get disrespected. You get treated like shit. So maybe part of having a relationship with yourself in 2017 is to be a stronger person, more giving, more kind to you. Maybe. Okay. I want to give out my phone number again. Give me a call. 313-614-9498. Excuse me. Again, 313-614-9498. Make sure you check out my website, the art, A-R-T, of relationships.org, okay? Um, Give a plug for my book, Love's Essence, the, The Relationship Guide. That's on Amazon, okay? Again, Love's Essence, The Relationship Guide. That is on Amazon, an ebook or paperback version as well, okay? Um, let's, oh, Colleen, welcome. Agree to have the discussion or argument end there and agree to not mention the source of the argument again unless it needs further discussion. Then plan a good time to resume it later Ooh, than just throwing it out there again randomly. Colleen, that's awesome. That's very wise. A lot of people, I'm glad you finished up with, you know, unless it needs further discussion because a lot of people you know, you can agree to end the argument there, but there's still a lot of resentment and a lot of, uh, you know what, feeling like you don't care, it doesn't matter, and you both, ugh, even though you agree to end the argument, that, you know what, there's still that angst there, there's still that frustration, there's still, and you know it's going to come back up in an argument thrown in each other's face, so I'm glad you mentioned, unless it needs further discussion, you need to, you might need a cool down period, Right? Maybe you can do a better job this year, now. Maybe it doesn't take a whole year, but start working on it now, tonight, tomorrow, this week, that you want to work at the aspects and with arguments and everything. You know what? I love you. You start off, and I mentioned this numerous times too. You start, you know what? I, I adore you. I love you. Though you're not going to talk to me this way. I feel like you're disrespecting me, and I'm not going to tolerate it. You can deal with that and when you come across with, you know, the affirmations or, you know, I love you, I adore you, um, you know what, you mean the world to me, whatever words you want to use, then you can go into your maybe complaint or your issue or your problem. It'll lower the defenses quickly, for one thing, and then you might be heard a lot more, right? The other person has a hard time getting defensive when you say I love you. However, you know what, it really hurt or ticked me off that you talked to me this way. You called me this name. And I agree, again, with Colleen very, very much. If it's too heated, you need to calm down. Maybe you are one that cannot be, let's say, you can't let an argument go, right? Your partner, man, woman, doesn't matter. They want to let it go, and they need a break and just to be left alone, okay? And you are the person that can't, that always wants to nag, 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 talk it back because you feel that person is leaving, wants to leave the argument, stop the argument. They don't love you. They don't care. What you have to say is not important. No, they just need to sort of decompress. They need to de-stress and then come back and engage. Maybe you are the one that has a hard time letting those arguments go where you need to do a better job within yourself to sort of reflect and work on your emotional self-control to say, you know what, I know they still love me, I'm still important, right, 
and we can talk about this. They need that space, and I don't want to make matters worse. That doesn't mean that argument gets dismissed completely. That issue gets dismissed, not at all. But you want to come and be able to speak from the heart when tensions are lowered, okay? Not always easy. So maybe you're the one that always wants to sort of never let the argument go, but you need to, because maybe you're afraid. Maybe you can say, I'm afraid this is important to me, and it will never change. It will never be brought up again. You can say that, but do it after the cool-off period, okay? Um, let's see. Shauna, you mentioned, oh, men return to points of pleasure, and they need validation. So I would definitely make his feelings valid. If he feels valid and appreciated, he will be less likely to venture out. Shauna, that's very true. However, I'm going to... I agree with you halfway. That also goes for you ladies out there. Women, you want to feel validated too, right? You want to feel important. You want to be, I think, both people. It's not just just men. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think it's women too. It's both. Both people want to feel important, desired, validated. They want to be have their feelings mattered and heard and not dismissed. Um, so I think... You know, a lot of, you know, a lot of research said, and I'm going to bring this up again, not to bore everybody, but, you know, a lot of research stats say that men cheat more than women, 20 to 30% more than women. That's BS. I'm going to tell you right now, those stats are very, very biased, and they're not accurate. I can tell you from years of experience in this field, um, just as many women cheat as men. So when they're doing the surveys, women aren't being honest. Just as many women cheat as men out there, people, okay? So both women and men want to feel validated. That's a great point, Shauna. They want to feel validated. You want to feel loved. You want to feel very important and very, you know, cherished, okay? Desired, man. I want to be with someone that craves me, mind, body, Ooh, especially my body <laughs> and soul um, on those aspects, okay? And Cynthia, you mentioned um, I have a great relationship. However, to keep it perfect in my eyes, we both still have to work at it. Absolutely. I agree. I need to stop being so angry and focusing that anger on my family. I also, ooh, I have also expressed the importance of him opening up more about his feelings with regard to your health. And I know, Cynthia, um, you know, you have a very unique situation. I'm not throwing your stuff out there. Um, you have a very unique situation, and you know, um, I have a lot of heartfelt feelings for you, for your family, and everything, and what you're enduring. But I agree to be able to open up, and some people have a hard time doing that. And what would it take for that person? And it's not, everyone assumes it's just men have a hard time opening up emotionally. Women do too. It's not just, there's men that are very open, very um, honest with their emotions and not afraid to express their hurt, maybe anger, their needs, and not feeling loved. I'm one of those guys. I have no problem doing that. And I want to be with somebody that is able to do the same with me and not just be quiet. I don't want someone that's going to let the resentment build up. So 
you know, looking at that, what is it possible to do to have your partner feel safer in doing that? Some people, you can make it as safe as possible for your partner to open up, to be more, you know, free to express their emotions and feelings and sadness and fears. And it's just something inside of them that they're afraid to do that. And maybe, I do, you know, I see this a lot that a lot of people are afraid to let that go because they let it go and they don't know if they can control it. They feel like, you know, they let it go. They're not going to be able to reel that back in. And therefore, they always stay guarded. They be quiet. They whatever. Or another aspect is they don't want to upset or have you worry about them. How many women do that? You know, oh, I'll keep it. I don't want to worry him. How many men are out there? You know what? I don't want you to worry about anything. I'm the man. I want to take care of my family. You know what? And you don't want to, you sort of keep your emotions at bay from wife or your girlfriend. And you know what? It's sort of by doing that, you feel a disconnect. You feel like you're not fully present in the relationship. So maybe, you know, like I said, in 2017, to be able to do that, to be more present emotionally and share everything with your partner. If they don't make you feel or allow you to feel safe in sharing that, you know what? There has to be work. Maybe you can get some help at that. Or maybe maybe you're in the wrong relationship. <gasps> I know Detroit's love guru about saving relationships and marriages makes a comment that you might be in the wrong relationship or not a healthy relationship for you. Yes, they're out there. And that's up to you to decide, okay? Oh, <laughs> mentioned, oh, Colleen, handcuffs after that comment, G. Uh-oh. <laughs> Get me off flustered and everything, okay? Uh, Lisa, hey, welcome, Lisa. Um, so, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, talking handcuffs. We've got to get into sex in a bit. No, but um, you look at the elements to where... Um, I want you to be able to make 2017 not only better, you being better as a partner, um, making your relationship better, and I want you to be with that partner that is willing to do the same. That makes a great relationship, dynamic relationship. Again, you know, a couple people mentioned about a perfect relationship. Nothing is perfect, you know, but what could make it great in a solid, loving relationship and reaching for each other in bad times, in the, the hard situations and life stresses, you know, that you can reach for each other and that you're able to have more of a emotionally trusting relationship that you have each other's backs. And I'm not talking <laughs> around each other's throats either, okay? Um, looking at the element, uh, you know, my boyfriend wanted me to ask you if you're married or with someone. He's the one to push me away. He says, I don't want to be with him. I do. Um, you need to, the element that he's the one to push me away. He says, I don't want to be with him. I do. What does he need to show you? Um, what do you, what does he need to show him that you want to be with him? Maybe there's actions, or maybe it's just insecurities on his part. And it sounds corny, whatever, but I tell people, um, maybe you can write down. I, I give 
not that I'm a big homework fanatic by any means, especially when I teach uh, college classes, but, you know, to write down, you know what, maybe he needs an eye-opener to look at what you do to show him that you love him, not just words. A lot, you know, I'm big, I love words if they're heartfelt and genuine, but sometimes those words, right, they contradict your actions. What does he need to feel? Ah, not just here. What does he need to feel that you want to be with him, that you love him, okay? And, you know, why does he feel that you don't? So you need to look on that, but he needs to look at himself and look at, is he afraid to take a risk to get deeper instead of pushing you away? What can he do to not push you away and bring you closer together and to be able to take that risk? Yes, we know this. Loving somebody, being loved, it's scary, okay? It feels great, but it's also scary at the same time because we're afraid to get crushed. We're afraid to get hurt, okay? we don't. That's devastating. We don't want that. But I would ask him what he needs from you to ensure that you want to be with him or is that just an excuse that he's using to keep you away from him and like you mentioned about pushing you away I want to know you know what what is he doing to show you he wants to be with you too now I'm not flipping the script on him I want you to address what he needs to feel more secure in a relationship but he also needs to make sure he ensures that he is showing you that he wants to be with you, loves you, desires you, and appreciates, values you, okay? Um, there's a, Yeah, bringing past relationship problems into a new current relationship. Yeah, that's definitely a no-no. That's not a huge, yeah, that's definitely not a good thing, okay? Um, oh, someone mentioned, I will st- stop dating narcissists and people with uh, borderline personality disorder. Um, uh, I don't know if I have a comment for her. Yeah, those are not um, happy situations to be in. Um, Someone that is a bona fide clinically diagnosed, which they're not going to be in counseling. If someone has a narcissistic personality disorder, they're not going to be in session because it's all your fault. You get the help. I have nothing wrong with me. Um, They actually believe this. Some people, because of insecurities or control issues, they know they have issues. They ain't going to pronounce them. Narcissistic people actually believe and feel they are perfect. You are lucky to be with my ass, so it's all your fault. If something's wrong, you're not happy. You piss me off. It's your fault. You know what? I don't ever promote anyone being with a narcissistic individual, but that's... uh, yeah, that's something I would probably promote staying away from. Good luck, okay? Uh, focus on a solution versus a never-ending battle and arguments. I love that. That's cool, okay? Um, I love that. So, okay, you look at the situation to where, you know, I have found, Shauna, you mentioned I have found that women tend to want men to read their minds. Um, Shauna, yeah, that's been an age-old, age-old tradition. I think even... How many people remember? I was a young kid. Archie Bunker um, would always argue about that. And, you you know, even the Jeffersons, TV shows about Wheezy, right, and George. And, uh, you know, 
reading it. What, you want me to read your mind? <coughs> You're right. A lot of men need to not only read women's minds. I don't want them. That's almost impossible to do. But what I teach men to do, to be able to read body language, okay? Facial expressions. If they seem upset, if they seem mad, I want you to ask questions. So maybe this year you can do a lot better job um, asking questions. You know what? Are you upset? Are you okay um, by going by the body language? Maybe a lot of men are afraid of confrontation. You know what? They see their wife, girlfriend, partner, whatever, pissed off, upset, angry, or maybe even hurt. Oh my God, what did I do wrong? I don't even want to ask because I'm going to get yelled at. I'm going to get kicked in the crotch. I'm going to get, you know, cut off from sex. But by paying attention to your ladies, facial expressions, body language, and inquiring because you want to help, right? You want to help. You want to know what's going on. And just by paying attention to that, your lady is going to feel more that you're attentive to her, that you get her more. You might not know what's going on, but you're willing to find out and ask. And I think, Shauna, that's where I've been doing it for years, trying to teach men to pick up better on body language, facial expressions, instead of just verbalizations. And we all know women, right? The guy might ask you, what's wrong? Nothing. <laughs> right? Okay. Goes about their business. I can't believe. Well, you told me nothing. And they take them literally. Um, I know that's an age-old example, but it still exists. There's some truth to it where I want men to understand and, and to maybe explore more, okay? I want you to be a detective and find out what's going on. You know what? Your body language, your facial expression, I tell me something's wrong. You're telling me nothing, but I see something. I'm, it's important to me. I want to help. I want to know what I did to hurt you or tick you off. And I teach men to be speak from the heart and to be a detective to find out what is going on and not just go by, oh, nothing. And then they walk away, oh, she told me nothing. And you take them literally. I know, guys, it's confusing for us. <laughs> I try to make it clear I'm not perfect. And believe me not, not at all. Not perfect whatsoever. So you, <coughs> excuse me, ooh, need a drink. So you need to be able to, oops, excuse me. You need to be able to, you know, assess what's going on. And maybe men can do a better job this year and start reading women's body language, women's facial expressions. I think a lot of times women feel neglected. They don't feel like their man gets them because of that, because they don't, not only they don't respond in a manner that the lady wants or needs emotionally at that time. And a lot of times the men, I'm, yeah, I'm going to bash us men. They have no clue. <laughs> They have no clue how to respond because they weren't taught, okay? Maybe, again, I want men to learn. I want them to be willing to learn and find out what is going on versus, you know what, I don't know what to do, so bye. I'm, I think everything's fine, right? She said nothing, so I'm pay attention to facial expressions, body language. You can get better at this, men. Women, you know what? <sighs> Teach your man. He might not know so there we go with Shauna about the mind reading. Maybe you think that your man should be able to do this, should do this. He should know. He should get me. You need to teach him to get you. You need to teach him and sort of direct him and coach him to get you more. You know what? Do you see my facial expressions? Even in sessions, 
I will get I will hit a nerve with say a female client, okay? Husband, boyfriend is sitting next to her, he's like da 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 I'm bashing us men. But you know, I I hit a nerve with her and I see it, you know, her might well up with tears. She might get angry, might get upset when I, you know, she knows I get her. She understands it and the way she looks at me. And I'll tell him, you know what, look at her. What do you see? You know what, what do you see is going on? What do you think she is feeling? It's okay if you're wrong, but you're learning. I don't want you to be afraid to be wrong. You know, are you mad at me? No, I'm hurt. Okay, he was wrong. No big deal. But he's learning. And I want men not to be afraid to learn. So this year, I want you, 2017, I want the men to be able to willing, be willing to learn. Not be afraid, okay? But to learn more what your lady wants by your facial expressions. And if you're wrong, it's okay. Um, It's okay if I'm wrong. I I don't know everything. I could have a a client in my office walks in and... um, Man, I'm like, I see their face. I'm, man, you okay? You look, you know, bummed out. You look, you know, like you're depressed. Something's, you know, going on. What's going on? Oh, no, Greg, I was just out out partying all night before. I didn't get that much sleep. Okay, (laughs) you know, I learned. I was wrong. No big deal. But I learned. I want people to be able to learn and ask questions. And I think a lot of couples are afraid to ask questions. I think because... They're afraid to rock the boat. They're afraid I'm going to get yelled at, screamed at, whatever. I'm at fault. I want you, men and women, both. I'm, people know me in my books. I, I hate gender stereotypes as a whole. Not there's a couple, yeah, but as a whole, I want you to look at you know, what your partner needs and what your the other partner needs from you, Okay. I want you to be able to read each other from facial expressions and ask questions, okay? Don't assume. So, Shauna, you brought up a very, very, very valid and a very crucial point that maybe you can do a lot better job um, learning, right? Maybe a guy is preoccupied. He has a bad day at work or, you know, wants to be alone, whatever, and then you assume and you get upset and start yelling at him, yelling at Crucial. Maybe he had a bad day, and it's not that he doesn't love you, that he, that he, you know, doesn't hate you, that he doesn't want to be near you. He just maybe needs some alone time to chill out and decompress. Now, if this happens over a long period of time, now you need, now you might have issues, okay? Um, so you have to look at those elements, and to do a better job with these issues in 2017. I want them back 20, 30 years ago, of course. But now I want you to pay more of attention to what you need as an individual, okay? What you need to do to be a better partner, but also to be able to look at the elements to where, you know what, what you need and how you can go about promoting growth and promoting emotional closeness and emotional safety versus pushing it away and pushing your partner away and what your role is with the animosity and uh, the issues in your relationship, okay? Um, okay, here we go. We need to look at, let me read, oh, new person. Hey, 
I've learned to speak up and say how I feel. That's awesome. Although I feel it's the same conversation over and over again. Oh, boy, do I run into this a lot uh, in my office here in Detroit. Then after we talk, things are good for a week or two. Then they go right back to the the way they were. Oh, my God. I, I, <laughs> I'm smiling because this is a very, very common theme that I see with couples in my office. Matter of fact, I was we're just talking about this earlier today with a few clients and all of a sudden before the radio show, my last couple I saw this evening, the very same thing. They go back to it and they go back like nothing gets resolved. Okay? They're the same issue, it stays the same. And that tells me, is it a personality issue or are you just being lazy? Are you just being complacent? And then the partner feels like if it's the same issue and it goes back, you know what? They're just blowing smoke up your ass to make you feel better, to stop your nagging, to stop the argument. Then white, what's going to happen? Oh, I'll leave her to pipe down or leave him to pipe down and, you know, go back to the way it was. Then you have to look at maybe that relationship needs to be shook a little bit, shaken up even more to get the help you need. And what would it take? to do, you know what, maybe we need to see Greg. I Yes, I do Skype sessions too, phone sessions um, all over the country um, or in my office in Detroit. Yeah, there's a plug. <laughs> but also, or maybe see someone in your area if you're comfortable with them and they're good, okay? You want to see someone that is good. Um, but looking at, maybe you need help to break that pattern. It's easy. Things are great, hunky-dory, you feel close, and then they go right back to the situations because I find because uh, the issues, they feel like they're placated, that they're covered up, that they're just band-aid, if you will. And then, let's face it, you don't feel like your needs are important, right? You feel like you're not loved, not respected, because the issue isn't resolved. So it, it festers because you're not seeing what you need from the other person. You're feeling like it's not a big deal, right? They freaking pacify you. I'm going to tell you, if this keeps going on and on, now my question to you is, what are you putting up with? Why are you allowing that pattern to keep going? Not easy, right? You don't want a divorce. You don't want to break up. Something's got to change, and maybe you look at it. If it always does, what are you going to do to change that pattern and look at? You know, that's part of emotional trust, that if the issue still keeps going, going, and going, I get it. Why would you feel that they care about that issue if they are not going to work on it, right? And I get You work on it for a little bit, you go back. But what's it going to take to get back on track, to get back on that path to resolve those issues? Now, if it keeps falling and years and years go by, it's going to be very difficult because you have so much resentment build up and build up. My question is, what are you going to do to shake it up? You know what? Yeah, I want to go see marriage, a marriage therapist, a couples therapist. Um, I want to get some help, or maybe you need to get help yourself to work on your individual self to maybe why you're still in that environment, okay? Um, and people know, oh, we have kids. We, I get all that. I mean, I, I tell people all the time that I do not ever promote maintaining an unhealthy relationship or an unhealthy marriage just for the kids. Your kids deserve better than that, okay? 
So you need to do and maybe look at what you're doing to maintain that cycle where it keeps the conversation goes over and over and over again. Or maybe say it in a different way and speak from the heart. You know what? It hurts when I do this. Now, if your partner doesn't want to change, doesn't want to get help, now you have to do a gut check. Can you live this way? Or do you need to make some decisions for yourself, okay? Um, I'm not, I don't promote that. I don't know the full situation. Um, But I'm saying you need to do what's best for you and to do a gut check. And I'm all about trying to do everything possible to save the relationship unless it is a chronic domestic violence situation, okay? Um, Yes, I am biased when it comes to that, okay? Now, um, now let's see. Oh, Danielle mentioned, Greg, you're a trained professional. Um, I don't think many men see what you do. Um, <clears throat> believe it or not, I've been, um, the last probably five, six years, maybe even seven years now, I've been seeing a lot more men as individuals um, that are seeking out, reaching out for help in their relationships with their own personal issues, which is awesome, which is cool. Um it takes a lot of guts, but I try to promote, I try to teach not only men here, I, you know, doing the art of relationships radio show. Um, and you know, the women out there listening to be able to look at, you know, what they can do to improve themselves, different ways to look at it, different ways to approach their girlfriends, their wives, and maybe give them insights that, let's face it, they never thought of before. It's not a right or wrong. They just maybe never thought about it, never looked at that. And going back to, I think, Shauna's statement about reading their mind, I want men to look at things differently and how to approach it. I'm a man. I don't look at this. I'm not going to look at that. You know, I'm, I'm working. I don't care. You know, I'm working on the house. I'm working on this, working all this overtime. But they're wondering why their wife is, their girlfriend is, Lonely that they don't feel important. They don't feel the man, right? I get it. I'm the man. I'm the. That's how I make her feel important by being a breadwinner, by being, you know, taking care of her financially. But she never sees you. So there's a balance, and there's a got to be an understanding. And again, every situation is different. Every relationship is different. So you need to do a lot better job at listening to one another. And a lot of people get so tunnel vision that they can't step out of themselves right uh, this is how I think this is I'm a man I'm a woman this is how I think and you better fit into how I think and how I feel uh, it's going to be a huge disappointment and you're going to either have a miserable relationship or marriage or it's not going to last okay um okay what about if you ask and they say everything is okay when you know it's not oh great I just covered this um, probably about 15 minutes ago. So you might want to listen. When the show is over, go back and listen to a recording. I covered this a bit ago, um, reading language and keep, you know, look at body languages. I know you said, you know, nothing is wrong or everything is okay. I see your face doesn't tell me that. You look sad. You look angry. You look hurt. You look, you know, frustrated. I want to know. Please talk to me. And you make them safe. You don't yell. You don't scream. You try to speak from the heart and make it safe for them to be able to open up and be able to talk. But again, when they say something and speak, you got to make sure you are listening. You are not getting defensive. You are not bashing how they feel or what they 
Yo, I can't believe you think this way. They're going to shut down. They ain't never going to talk to you. They're not going to feel emotionally safe, okay? Uh, let's see. Yes, women are known for this, saying we are fine. I don't know why that is, okay? Um, we're fine. I tell men, I want you to pry and be there. A lot of women want you to challenge them in a way they don't want you to leave. They want you to work at prying their emotions out. They want you... Women want you to prove themselves, okay? Let's just face it. When you say nothing's wrong, and I said earlier, um, or they're fine, and I, okay, you go off, right? <laughs> and I said about paying attention to their facial expressions. You need. I'm here. I'm not going anywhere because I love you. I care about what's going on with you, and I'm not going anywhere until you tell me, okay, that you can be assertive, you can be animate, but you do so in a caring, heartfelt manner. I love you. I care about you. I don't want you upset, and I want to know what is going on. But if they tell you, right, and I want them to tell you, you need to not get defensive. You need to listen, and you need to look at, you know what, I didn't mean to make you feel this way. I didn't know you felt this way, and that wasn't my intention. It isn't about tit for tat. Well, I was doing this because... When you start doing, I did this because da 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 da. I was doing this because da da da. Right there, you are not validating your feelings. You are more worried about how it affects you and not about their feelings. You're not getting it. You're more worried about your own ass. You're more worried about how you look and how you feel versus hearing them out, okay? Yeah, that was blunt, but that's what happens a lot of times. And not only men doing it to women, but women will do that to men too they have an issue women will shut men down by bashing them by you know how you're being mean you're being a jerk how could you say this i can't believe you don't feel loved you don't feel da 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 da, da. i do that and it's like back it down people look at why they're feeling a certain way and learn from one another instead of getting defensive again it's not easy i know that okay i know that at all um I don't doubt that he loves me and he has made baby steps and I want to believe that there is hope for us. I want to believe there is hope for you as well and, you know, look at, you know, the baby steps. Maybe you can acknowledge baby steps. And a lot of people don't look at the little things in relationships and now's a year, 2017, to maybe do that, okay? Maybe now is the time to take a look at don't take the little things for granted, you know. Even a lot of people, oh, it takes out the trash. That's a guy's job, man's job, you know. Why should I thank him for that? Why should I thank him for this? That's his job. He's, <laughs> you know what? Guys, the same thing, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. You know what? Showing appreciation, that is huge, okay? Showing appreciation for one another is so crucial. It doesn't matter if, you know what, they're supposed to do this, they're supposed to do that. Yeah, I cringe because that's going to get you in trouble. Showing appreciation for simple things can make us feel so great, make us feel so loved and important. And being, talking about someone mentioned about validating our feelings a while back um, in the discussion to be able to, you know what, I appreciate that. Thanks for cooking dinner. Dinner was awesome. You know what? Thanks for cutting the grass. It sounds corny. 
it, it really is not. Why should I thank him? I hear this. Why should I thank him for cutting the grass when he doesn't thank me for doing the laundry or cooking? I get it. But you know what? He needs to thank you for that too. But again, see that tit for tat battle? It just happens, right? Right here, right now. That tit for tat goes back and forth. And it's because of her. It's because of you need to do your part, okay? Um, you need to do your part. So, I'm going to say goodnight. <clears throat> it's been a long day. Welcome back. This is the Heart of Relationships Radio Show. The first episode of 2017, okay? I'm going to get back on. I apologize to <clears throat> the individual that suggested about, you know, when you cheat on somebody, does that mean you don't love them? I wanted to get on that tonight, but I think that's going to be a heated topic um, next week. And we're going to get into that a little bit. And does that mean you don't love somebody or is it a result that maybe you love somebody and you're not getting your needs met and you feel you love somebody so much um, that they don't love you back and it hurts, okay? So check out my website, theartofrelationships.org, uh, Love's Essence, The Relationship Guide. My book just came out the middle of October, my second book. Um, that is available on Amazon and ebook, paperback versions. Pay all my blogs. I do it for you. I want to help people. That's my passion to have not only awesome, awesome, passionate, loving relationships, but I also want you to have loving, passionate relationships for yourself. Self, okay? Uh, peace and love. I'm Detroit's love guru, Greg Dzinski, licensed professional counselor, relationship sex specialist here in downtown Detroit. Everybody have a nice evening. Happy hump night. Take care, people. Thanks for listening. Peace out. Hey, everybody. It's uh, Detroit's Love Guru coming to you live. Sorry.